What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey everybody, welcome to Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm Bryce Olin and I'm joined by my co-host, uh, Cody Schultz. We've got a special guest again today, Natalie Zamora is joining today's episode to talk about some movies and shows that we wish we could unsee. Um, there's so many bad movies and shows out there and we'd love to erase these from our memories. Um, so, I feel like I should go first and I'm going to say Outer Banks. Um, I'd love to erase from my memories so I could watch it again and again and again um, without... Uh, for the first time, really, uh, and feel that magic once again. No, I'm just joking. That's my favorite show. But, Cody, let's start with you. Give me a movie or show that you wish that you could just unsee. Yeah, I think, like, the most recent one for me is He's All That. Um, I feel like I've been upfront and unapologetic with my feelings about this one. Um, (laughs) It's maybe not, like, the worst, worst movie, but for me it was, like, just... No, no shade against Addison Ray. I just the the lack of like emotional range. Like every emotion was the same in the movie. There were green screen edit like issues, random dance battles. The whole movie just was like a very interesting, interesting. Not Netflix's biggest like hit. They've had so many good rom coms, and I know this one was kind of like a weird one where they spun it as a Netflix original, but it was one they acquired, so they weren't like necessarily involved. Um, in the beginning stages, so I'll give them like a pass for that. Like they didn't have a, they just acquired this one and called it a Netflix original. But I would be okay if like I had never seen this one. Um, and I, I feel like you both are probably in the same boat of not really sharing a passion for the. He's all that. I'll let Natalie go first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did not bring anything new to the table. I'll say it's like a nice critique of, of it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I did not enjoy it. I was very much, you know, trying to check it how much time was left. And I don't think I laughed really once unless it was just knocking one of the scenes. So I'm with you. It really did not bring me any joy in my life. And I could have done without it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like that you guys have kind of said everything. I did <laughs> laugh, but it was out of like the horror. Like I laugh when I'm uncomfortable. Um, the dance scene. Woof. Mm-mm. I can't I don't know just the whole start too the I feel like the whole scene about the pastry I don't even know what it's called <laughs> when she's throwing the pastry and then she loses her contract or whatever those get it I don't I literally I could start describing the movie I just don't understand any of it or why it was made other than the fact that there were popular people in the movie um yeah I think that that's that's about it <laughs> Yeah, I feel like this is a good like leeway into my second pick, which is the Kissing Booth Three, which <laughs> I just 
again, this one just, I don't know. I hated the ending. Like, the five-year time jump felt so weird. I loved that Elf chose herself. Like, that storyline was great, but it felt weird for, like, there to be, like, no real... Of all the ships, like, all of the, will she choose this person, this person... It felt weird for her to just, like, have an open-ended ending. And it just kind of felt, like, awkward. Like, I felt like the whole time her and Noah were arguing in the movie. And this was supposed to be, like, a rom-com. So I just have to ask, which in your book, if you could erase one of these, which do you think is the worst? He's all that or the kissing booth three? I woke up and chose violence today. (laughs) That one's an easy one for me, I think. I've got to go kissing booth three. It's worse. It is way too long. That's also a huge factor into it. And I'm not a fan of any of those movies, to be honest. I think they're, you know, just not good. And I also, when I'm watching any of those, the first one, second, or third, it's weird. Like, I can't decide who the target audience is. It's very juvenile, but then they'll throw in, like, people hooking up or, like, talking about more adult things. And I'm like, who is this for? It's not for me. And I don't think it's for young kids. I guess it's for like 14 year olds i don't really know but just the fact that the third movie is so long i've got to say it's worse than he's all that yeah i agree i it's yeah like the length that you mentioned is just off it could have been five minutes long it could have been a post credit (laughs) scene the entire plot of the movie um and then yeah i don't i don't know what else to say like i feel like (laughs) It's just, I don't know. The first two, I feel like, were okay in that, like, yeah, they didn't really have a target audience, but, like, I can see why people watch them. Like, it is weird, though, like, the references that they make in the movie are, like, very clearly for, like, people that are my age, and they're designed for, like, this movie is, like, for, like, teens. I'm not a teenager, so, yeah, I don't really know if people catch the references or if they're just like, well, whatever. We'll see who they pick. I ship this person. I don't know. I don't get it. But it is what it is, and I'm sure that there's going to be more. Not Kissing Booth movies, just more movies like this in general. Yeah, and I think Natalie hit the nail on the head there with the length. Like, it was so long. Like, it did not need to be an almost two-hour movie, especially when you look at, like, how it ended. Like, everything, you could have really solved this, like, whole conflict, like you said, in, like, five minutes, maybe even, like, a half-hour wrap-up. Like, it was just so overdrawn and just bloated, and... Like, the only scene I actually enjoyed was, like, the go-kart scene, just because I'm like, that does look, like, legitimately fun. But aside from that, like, it just felt, like, just too weird and, like, all that. So I agree that I think he's all that um, was bad, but the Kissing Booth 3 probably takes the crown for being the worst of the two. So I think think I've bashed romance movies enough, like, teen rom-coms, so I have to know, like, what movies are on your guys' list? Do you want to go, Natalie? Yeah, so the one that immediately came to mind was Bird Box on Netflix. This one was such a popular movie, and I really did not like it. I thought it was so boring. And this was at the time where every, like, horror movie that came out was the same, like, kind of like, we have to stay quiet. There's, like, a threat outside. There's a quiet place. There was other one called, like, The Silence on Netflix, It's all the same movie. It's so stupid. And this one, really, I struggled to watch it. I really did not enjoy it. And then why I really don't like it is because when it came out, I watched it. I was like, never again. Why did I do that to myself? And it blew up. And Twitter was like obsessed with it. And I think that Twitter movie critics are the most hilarious people ever because they watch anything on Netflix and think it's amazing. So that's my problem with Bird Box. 
we, we didn't, and this is, maybe I just misremembered this, weren't people doing, like, the Bird Box Challenge or whatever? Yeah. And that, like, made the popularity soar, which I feel like anytime there's, like, a challenge associated with a movie or something, it should just, like, that movie's out. Just, can we, no, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. Did you know Bird Box 2 is happening? This is the Netflix Live podcast. Yes. Will you be I, watching? <laughs> I don't think so. It, it would take a lot for me to watch it. They should throw like, I don't know, an actor I like in there and maybe I'll watch it. But otherwise, no. Sandy B? No, I don't think she's coming back. She's yeah. in another Netflix movie. <laughs> um, any others you want to share, Natalie? The only other ones that I could really think of, I feel like I'm very selective with what I watch. If it looks bad, like there's absolutely no way I'm watching it, even if people recommend it to me. But as a horror fan, I will watch just about anything horror. And any of the remakes, reboots of like classic horror movies are most of them are so bad. Like I thought of uh, The Grudge from 2020. Absolutely terrible. It was supposed to be like a prequel or something. And it's took place in America, <laughs> trash. There's also rings, plural, like the ring, but rings, plural. That one was really, really bad. And then another one was Cabin Fever, the remake, which was literally shot for shot and like the same exact dialogue as the original, but just really bad. So stay away from those. I really wasted my time and I saw two of those in theaters and paid for them. So that's on me. <laughs> Yikes. I didn't know they remade The Grudge. As an American movie. That's interesting. Yeah. They had like the, they had the American remakes with like Sarah Michelle Gellar back in the 2000s, but those ones were all right. But this one was just like a totally brand new thing in the beginning of 2020. And yep. Two thumbs down. Yeah. I picked one horror movie. Um, (laughs) Have you seen The Happening? (laughs) I don't think so is that with mark Wahlberg? yes it is with mark Wahlberg. <laughs> it's like <laughs> i think that it was supposed to be and it's been so long since i watched it the one time <laughs> like uh the climate is like killing us mm-hmm. which is like fair good that sounds like a good movie i will watch that it's like happening now but it's just yeah. so bad in the execution of it it's m night Shyamalan, i think so you know that it's like kind of like the production value is good, but it just doesn't feel like that it should be a movie. That was my critique. And it wasn't scary at all. It was like, I don't know, sort of like Bird Box, like what the wind is killing us now. Like, I don't, it just doesn't like register for me as like a scary thing. I don't know. The wind is actually scary. Like, I don't know, but not in this movie. Um I'm trying to think. This was a really hard exercise for me because I really, really, really like bad movies. Like I, if I would much rather watch movies that have like 0% on Rotten Tomatoes than any movie that's ever been nominated for an Oscar. Um, That's me telling on myself a little bit, but (laughs) there's, I still have some really bad ones. Uh, The first one that I could think of um, that was bad, bad was me before you. Have you guys seen this movie? Yeah. Do you like this movie? No. No. <laughs> so I saw it in theaters, and I've never been in theater in a movie theater where at least ninety five percent of everyone there is crying, and you're not crying, and you feel really <laughs> weird. Like I literally left and went for a walk in the movie theater just to get out of there because I felt so uncomfortable. Like I already said, 
when I'm uncomfortable, I laugh. So <laughs> it's not the setting for me to be watching. And I think it was like opening weekend too. And so it was just packed. It was bad, 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 bad. That's, that's a, so yeah, the happening me before you, Cody, do you got any others? I, the, the sequel trend, I still don't know why I did this to myself. I, I blame my brother because it was one of those nights where he was like, you pick a movie and he picked Titanic 2. And if you've not seen Titanic 2, you are not missing out on anything. I don't remember how long this movie is, but I wish I could have the time back. It's just one of those ones that's like, why? Like, who even A, thought this was a good movie to make? Like, the whole premise is like, okay, there's another Titanic boat. And it's like, but what I think what stuck with me is I'm, I maybe I'm like remembering it incorrectly, but I think only one person survives this one. And I'm like, what? This just seems way too extreme that everybody perishes on this ship except for the one lead girl that you followed the whole movie. And it just felt like the most dumb, stupid movie. I just, I, it's one that I, I don't rag on movies too much, but I don't understand that one at all. Like, who, who came up with that? Like, if they do Titanic 3, I'm going to just, like, run for the hills and just question everything in life because I don't even know how that movie got made. I have a lot of questions. For Is it, like, a joke? Is it, like, Sharknado? Is it, like, those kind of movies? Like, a sci-fi movie? Or is it, like, serious? Like, the first Titanic and the real event that happened? Honestly, it's built it's as, like, an adventure, like, action-adventure but they play up, like, the romance thing. I can't remember if this was, like, a made-for-TV movie or... I think this one, for some reason, I want to say it released in theaters. <laughs> but I just... It's, like, the setting is a cruise liner set sail on the 100th anniversary of the Titanic's doomed voyage when a tsunami hurls an iceberg into the ship's path. The crew and passengers struggle to avoid su- suffering the same fate. Spoiler alert, they suffer worse. But <laughs> this movie is just... Like, why add a tsunami in there, too? Like, that just made no sense to me. I'm in. I think I'm going to watch this, actually. <laughs> I honestly really want to watch it. I'm so curious. So I did some research when we had been talking about it before, and I did get, like, Sharknado vibes. It okay. said it did in America premiere on sci-fi. So I'm like, hmm, it might be one of those entertaining Perfect. <laughs> like I said, 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm interested. <laughs> No, Bryce, I'm with you. I was looking up, like, what are the worst movies of all time? And it was, like, The Room, Reefer Madness. And I'm like, okay, these are good movies, though. <laughs> like, they're so bad that they're good. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Like, what uh, What was the one? I think it had, like, Jonah Hill and, like, Steve Zahn. And they go, like, into the jungle. Have you guys seen? Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Like, The Wilderness or something. Yeah, I was going to say Dangerous Wilderness. But I don't think that that's what it's called. <laughs> Something like that. I watched that when I was in high school. I watched that movie all the time. Um, <laughs> that's so. It's so bad though, <laughs> but it's good. Yeah, Titanic two. I, I definitely believe you that it's bad, but that doesn't take away the interest on my end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I need to know who's in this cast. Is it anyone actually famous? Because that would be cool. I'll find um, out someday. Um, no, I'm trying to remember who's in it. I don't really think. Like, I think the lead was, let's see, Marie Westbrook is who IMDb tells me was the lead. Um, I don't really recognize too, too many of the names other than Brooke Burns, who I think was like dog eat dog host and like did some movies back in the day. Um, yeah, this the cast isn't definitely, definitely doesn't have like any star power, which I'm not surprised 
like a Sandra Bullock and read the script and be like, I need this. <laughs> Leo didn't come back for Titanic 2? <laughs> no. It's a shame. Um, I've got another one. So speaking of, I feel like this cast is really strong, but the show, for me, was just unwatchable, and that was 13 Reasons Why. Um, it wasn't bad the first season, and then it just like went off the rails completely... And I don't understand. Like, normally I can see why stuff is popular. And I with that one, I just did not get it at all. Not for one second. Yeah, I couldn't finish that one. The last season I started it and I was like, I can't subject myself to this garbage. I absolutely can't. It is really bad. And I agree. The first season is like how I view you. It's like, I don't really, it's not good, but it's a guilty pleasure and I'm addicted to it. But then it just, it went all downhill. Yeah, I never watched this one, but I remember I used to, like, when I was reading, like, the the recaps and, like, prepping them. And I'm like, this show, like, as I was reading as the season went by, I'm like, this show just seems to be going further and further down the hole. And just, like, becoming something that, like, I'm just scratching off my list. Um, Because it just seemed like, I don't know, it, it did, like, it tried to do too much almost. Like, you know how some of them shows, like, they feel like they need to do too too much and then they just like ruin what was you know what maybe people fall in love with the show kind of at the beginning of its run um and this felt like one that definitely like lost its way and just tried to do too much as the seasons went by yeah and i feel like they tried to make like lots of points about different topics and like obviously those conversations were needed but it was like handled with like the worst the least amount of care it felt like it felt like that it was all just for like the like how do I say this like just to keep the story moving forward rather than like to have any commentary on anything at all (laughs) which is fine shows don't have to but in this case I felt like it didn't didn't work very well I have a couple more picks but Cody Natalie any any others any any coming to mind as we keep talking yeah I think I mean recent wise I tried alter ego on Fox um hard pass on that one i <laughs> i still don't even understand like i love a good like singing and reality show but this one just was like very weird like contestants perform as avatars but the avatars like aren't like people looking things they're all these like random colored like creature things and it's like what? i don't even know what the point of there because i also am, like curious what the judges like if they're just staring at a screen and then, like, the projection gets added in later. Like, I don't know how it works, but I was not blown away by that one at all. I also could not get behind Sweet Tooth. Um, I, I watched that first episode, and I've never looked at my phone so much, like, while watching a show. I'm just like, is this over? Like, it just wasn't holding my interest. It was very, like, just not my cup of tea. It's obviously a great show that fans are loving. Like, it's renewed for season two. There's an audience there for it. I'm just not that audience, apparently, because it just did nothing for me at all. Yeah. I don't know what alter ego is, but it sounds like the pandemic version of The Masked Singer, right? Does that it, No? Is that what it is? I don't it, know. I literally it, have no idea. It would have been better if it was more like The Masked Singer and there was like a mystery element of like figuring out like what oh. the people, like if you didn't see them perform... But, like, you can see, like, it was, they have, like, their avatar on stage performing. And then you can see them in, like, a little bubble. And, like, you know those suits that the stars wear, like, the gray suits with all, like, the the balls and that, like, for the, like, animation and all that. And so you can see them performing, and it just felt weird. Like, we know what they look like. 
but the judges like don't get to see them until they're eliminated. I'm like, you could have kept it like mysterious for the viewers, and they would have been like trying to figure out who the person is, like what they look like. Which even though that like sounds like weird, like it's 2021, like we don't need people like to be like hiding themselves behind these fictional avatars because they aren't like confident. Like we should be promoting body positivity and not like oh, create this avatar instead of performing as your real self. And I think that's what a lot of people kind of shaded it on Twitter for doing. And so oh, I see this one being like one and done, but who knows? It's Fox. Still going. No. Um, let's see. So I've got uh, The Irishman. So this movie, it's good, <laughs> but it's like eight hours long. And it took me like three weeks to actually finish it. Um, so that's why it's on the list. Uh, I think that I'm very much on like the movie movies need to be like 90 minutes to two hours unless it's like Lord of the Rings and you're like adapting like a giant book into But even then it's like, all right, we get it, <laughs> you know? Um, but, and then my other one is Batman versus Superman. And I don't know. I watched like the opening of the movie and I honestly don't know if I even finished it. That was the other one that came to mind. I was like, I just can't do this. And I love superhero movies, but I just couldn't. I just couldn't do it. If you didn't finish it, you didn't really miss much. I feel like that one was enough. Like, that was a perfect example of trying to do too much. Um, like, they should have just done, like, a Superman sequel, introduced Ben Affleck's Batman on his own. That was one of those movies I never have my phone in theaters. Like, when I see a movie, I want to see the movie. I'm, like, giving it my attention. And I remember I was like, I pulled out my phone because I was just getting bored at different parts with that one, um, which is never a good sign to me. Uh, I think like the one highlight there was basically the, I think that was the introduction of um, Gal Gadot as um, Wonder Woman. And she was definitely like the scene stealer there. Oh, no Everything way. else about it was just like too, too much. Like the feud like made no sense. Like there was no background. <laughs> exactly. Like yeah, you're leading the... like this huge epic superhero <laughs> showdown. And it's like, why are they fighting? I saw that one too and I hated it that was definitely one that I could have not seen and then after that I'm like I can't I can't watch these DC movies for a while have you ever left a movie like you paid for it and then walked out I have it was one of the Twilight movies oh okay (laughs) I forget which one it wasn't the first one I actually enjoyed the first one but it was one of the I don't know which one it was, but I was watching it with like my cousin and we were like 20 minutes in and we were like, this is so bad. Like, do you want to just like go get food or something? <laughs> that sounds better than the Twilight yeah. movies. I have no shade. I actually like the Twilight movies, but I get it. <laughs> yeah, I've never, I don't think I've ever left a theater like before movies end it. Um, I'm one of those people who is like, once I start something, I will see it through. Like, even with TV shows, I'm the type of fan that's like, you can hook me, and even if the quality starts to go down in later seasons, I will stay with you until the show ends. Like, if you've hooked me at the beginning, I will stay through. And then it's just, like, at the end of, like, movies, that's when I'm like, why? I should have just, like, stopped. Like, I had that moment with He's All That and and with the, the Kissing Booth 3. I'm like... Why am I still like I should just like fast forward? I'm watching these from home, like just fast forward through them. I'm, like, but I suffered through the full movie and then just had that moment of regret as soon as they end it and the credits finally rolled. And this is why you're a fan of all the CW shows, <laughs> right? <laughs> They've been running the longest. <laughs> okay, I think we're out of time. Any last any last thoughts on your movies, Cody? I'm, I think I'm gonna go watch Titanic two tonight. <laughs> That's on the list. If I can find it to stream somewhere. 
Godspeed. That's all I can say. Enjoy. Hopefully you enjoy it more than I did. Um, Who knows? Maybe it'll come to Netflix and then I'll have to talk about it again. But it just was not my cup of tea. Like I said, I'm going to do it. Um, All right. We're out of time. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, We'll see you next time. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.